Hey, what's going on out there, everybody? Welcome to another Addicted Fishing Podcast. New year, new me. I'm not going to rant anymore. <laughs> Just kidding. I've got Ryan and Jason. I got Ryan, Nikon, and Jason Harmson in the studio. We're going to do a little sturgeon and steelhead update because a lot of things are going on in those departments, um, but good things, like maybe too good. Like, let's be real. Like, maybe too good. So, sturgeon started off on January 1. Um, we got it's a Monday, Wednesday, Saturday season, but we got two days fishing on uh, Sunday and Monday. Yeah. And bottom line was uh, Sunday on the opener, we had some of the most phenomenal weather you could ever ask for in the gorge. I was telling my clients, like, if you can't fish here today, you might as well not go sturgeon fishing. Yeah, never even fired up my heater. Exactly. In the middle of winter. January 1st, never Gosh. even turned my heater on. <laughs> I never put up my top. And wow. For those of you guys who don't know, I'm, like, getting old. And um, <laughs> getting get colder with your old age. Getting colder with these old bones. So no, I never threw. I even put the. I even put the damn pop. Yeah. Nice. Um, but I will say fishing was phenomenal. And I'm not. You know, I know we don't do reports, and I know we don't do like this and this. But um, you know, it was phenomenal. It was. It was yeah, it was really good. I think fish were caught up and down. And it didn't matter really where you were. There was fish caught up and down the whole section of river. Actually, between every dam. Yeah. Nice. So. Um, Good and bad. You know, for us, we like to see a season go a little longer, but on the other Let's hand, we, we like want, to see... We want it more challenging Yeah, it, but it's also good to see, you know, like you just pull in the dock and you see kids and, like, people have never seen a sturgeon or, and they're walking down the dock dragging a sturgeon, you right. know, on the opener. So it's, you know, it's like opening day of deer season when you see a kid who shoot his first buck in town. You're like, that, that's awesome. Yeah. Everybody's smiling. Everybody having a yeah. good time. Obviously, mm-hmm. that fish population is... At least not, you know, at least not getting like any worse. Like whatever management, you know, they're using for, you know, checking the population, which what I know what they do. They do a bunch of long lining every third year in every pool, but um, to do a stock assessment. So they understand those populations because they're pretty restricted. You don't have a lot of fish that can move into the Willamette. You don't have a lot of fish that can move in the ocean. You don't have a lot yeah. of fish that get eaten by seals. Right. Um, so they have a pretty stagnant population that they have a pretty good idea. Um, so we do get set with a pretty restrictive quota, which is good because it, keeps the fishery going but bottom line is you know after that first day of fishing i was talking to one of the fish checkers and they were saying that they indexed like 250 boats on the water yeah it's a lot That's of boats. a lot of freaking boats for a <laughs> sturgeon fishery in the wintertime. yeah yeah, but when your weather's that nice, when your weather's every, that, everyone's going to come. When your weather's that nice, everybody's going to come. That is one thing that definitely attributed it. But the problem was, was the fishing was too good. It's only 675 fish. You have a two-fish average, yeah. which it could have been. Keeper. Which we're like, hearing rumors of like 30 to 50% were, ca- were caught on the first day. Like yeah. 50% in the first two days. Yeah. And it's bad because, you know, we hear this and we get in a tizzy and, you know, we realize that you know, crap, this season may only go, like, we were even hearing rumors that it might not even happen, like, the following weekend. Yeah. And it still might not. It still could get It's kind of day-to-day right now, you know. Already. And I had clients that flew from Texas and fished a couple yeah, days with me, and it's nuts. just like, man, are we not going to be able to keep fish today, mm-hmm. which yeah. Wednesday and... Third day of the season. Yeah. I mean, now keep in mind, this thing, and keep in mind, the state was, the state was going to a Monday, Wednesday, Saturday approach to quote, prolong the season. Yeah. But it doesn't prolong very much, does it, when everybody shows up on a couple of days and catches them all? No, yeah. I really, you know, after I I got boarded today and I talked to the game and fish and I was like, you know, we really got to make this slot limit smaller. Like, 
I don't I don't really think we should be killing that 38 to 42 inch fish. I think it should. I suggested 44 to 54. That way, it's going to be tough the first season for everybody out there. But once those fish get bigger, it's going to be a quality fishery instead of just numbers, you know? Yeah. So that'd be one, th- I think that'd be one thing that could help the fishery, but I did talk to one of the biologists about it and they said the problem is, is you have the tribes that do, you know, some pretty intensive commercial fishing up there. I mean, yeah. they have their right to their, you know, quota of fish. I get it, but they generally run on the same, um, guidelines, the same guidelines as we do. So if we move up and they don't, you know, you might not see that, the, the that group of fish as a whole grow to like a, a minimum 40 size or a minimum, um, you know, 44 size, whatever you set it as, yeah. however many years it takes it. The other thing, though, too, is that when you do grow them all to that size, it's kind of like what happens, you know, like in some of the upper pools. It's like, well, if all those fish are that size or they're getting to that size, well, then you're just catching them there, too. So it's kind of a, a weird matrix. I think they should at least move it to 40. Like, yeah. step it up. I agree. Because the difference between a 38 and a 40 can be a lot. Yeah, there's just not a lot of meat on a 38, 39-inch but, fish. But long-term, but long-term, that doesn't fix the problem. Like it doesn't, and and if they want to prolong a season, you know everybody, and this is like, and this is kind of like the context of the of the podcast today, guys, and and because I even after the first day, I already saw like some old time guides. I'll say I'll call them old time guides. I know they're not listening to this podcast, so screw them. And, <laughs> and I, you know, and some people online bitching and complaining that the internet has destroyed the Bonneville pool fishery. It was the internet that did it. That it was social media that did it. No oh boy. And and so I got into a I you know I I received a phone call um on uh, Tuesday the day off from one of these guys, and basically I told him I'm gonna use some pretty harsh language here. I said basically anybody who thinks that social media ruined the Columbia Gorge fishery is an absolute idiot. I'm Clint. You might have to want that. I don't know, but they are. Yeah. And I told it to him straight to his face. What I don't know what you mean. It's like dude. You guys don't realize, and and there's all these, there's 250 boats sturgeon fishing because what were you all doing like five years ago and 10 years ago in December and January that you're not doing now? Like, there should be a hundred Well, I was boats. having some of the most epic hatchery steelhead runs uh-huh. on certain uh-huh. coastal streams and, and would never even think about. Yep. Right? Right. Winter sturgeon fishing. Exactly. What's there should sturgeon? be a hundred yeah. <laughs> of those boats on New Year's Day should not be up there on the Columbia Gorge. They should be at Blue Creek on the Cowboys. Yeah, and we've seen it even they on... They should be or, on the Sandy or on the Clack. They should be... Agreed. ...anywhere else. And mm-hmm. and so, once again, and here we go. Here, here, here goes Cameron. Once again, we're falling into the trap that... A bunch of people crying and whining and being little bitches about it. Yeah, I said it again. Yeah. <laughs> are not realizing, like, okay, I don't like it either. Like, you guys, I have obviously a vested interest in that season going 20 days. I make damn good money doing it. We all do. Yeah. It's a great fishery. People come from all the people from Texas the last two days, Ryan. Yeah. All, like, all over the country, they're going to come to catch a sturgeon. That's not something that there is in other no, states and other places. Destination fishery. Yeah. yeah and we, it's beautiful. You're in yeah. the gorge. There's snow falling. And it's 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 a something special about being there. Yeah. But, I mean, you're, you, you hit the nail on the head. You know, right. all these other places have driven and i've seen it all up and down the coast it's just driven everyone to these other locations and then they get shut down and it's just a downhill trickle the north coast lake coho fishing gone 
Yeah. Uh, any early steelhead fishing on the North Coast has well gone. You know, the whole Chehalis Basin shut down. Yep. A lot, and I do mean a lot of the plants that are planted that were planted in Southwest Washington gone. And I, and as much as it pains me to even say this, because I think it is like a little bit of a positive thing, like these guys that are just pipe dreaming the callets, thinking that these fish are just going to return earlier and earlier. I got bad news for them. Like in places that they've done broodstock for 22 and 25 years. Yeah, they do get some early fish in December, yeah. but they're not going to see what they're never going to see even a small percentage of what they used to see in November, December, Blue Creek. They're no. not. Unless they bring back that chamber stock, right, which right. is an early which run, is a, which, which is, they stock is designed like to It's still that. in a few mm -hmm. small streams it, around. It it, it, once again, Washington and, State, if it hasn't worked, then it's not going to work. Kind of like removing sportsmen, kind of like removing hatchery fish. If it hasn't worked, it's not going to work. Same thing if you remove... If you look at the broodstock programs on the Oregon coast, those they do get some early fish. Like I'm not going to say they don't. Yeah. But not in any kind of numbers that some of the early returning hatchery rivers do. Yeah. And that brings me up to my second point. Like we have to be very self-aware of sportsmen because some of the steelhead rivers that have these same issues as basically the sturgeon fishery. 100%. Yeah right now that are going on and jason you've been floating them and catching some fish and mm -hmm. having a good time but it's very 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 busy it's super busy yeah. it's almost some days it's not worth it because you know there's going to be so many other people right. out there to where it's like well if i float <laughs> might not get it you know you it's, it's more it's exactly. more for camaraderie with all the other people out there exactly, instead of fish, yeah. catching oh, hey, fish buddy, or hey. having a hole that you feel like you even have a chance yeah right but the problem is like all these guys on the bank we're all looking at each other, you know, crying over social media or crying over a video or crying over this. And it's like, okay, all you guys, and I can say that because I was on that river 10 years ago. Yeah. All you guys were not here. In fact, you guys were nowhere near this place. You guys were up on the North Coast. You guys were doing this for Coho. Yeah, they didn't have to be there. Well, you were not there. Well, it's, mm -hmm. it's now we're all stuck in one spot. And now we want to cry, oh, because the internet or social media like ruined the steelheading on this particular river, which happens to be the only damn river that they plant early hatchery steelhead in, and we're like somehow shocked by it. Yeah, and, and and the saddest part about sportsmen is is we always try to blame each other and like uh -huh. this, that, or the other, uh -huh. this video, that post, or whatever. And at the end of the day, it's all caused by management and the upper powers that are making these decisions that management. none of us can control. I was just going to say something about that is a lot of the bank guys that I've been seeing on the river this year have been pretty, pretty cordial, you know, the kind of talking about the same thing. Like, Oh man, it's kind of sucks that we all have to be here right yeah. now. It's like, why can't we just stock every river like this? Yeah. And none of us have to be, Shoulder to shoulder, we'll all be. Oh, hey, man! Nice to see another guy out winter steelhead fishing. Yeah. yeah. How many times do you say that? Nice yeah. to see another guy out here. I mean, I mean, rarely. I remember years no, ago yeah, when, yeah, when it was. All, you guys can all fudge off. I want the river myself. <laughs> <laughs> but take off. Right I now. mean, I actually remember a time a when it was like, hey, dude, we just float down, and you see another boat pulled over, and they're taking pictures, and you're taking pictures, and and everybody's having a good time because there's so many fish coming up that. You're not, think, you not feel like someone's stepping on your toes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think the point of this like little 
diatribe podcast that we're you know basically ranting about again is like i think sportsmen really just you know what i don't know what it is i don't know if you're contacting your legislatures i don't know if you're talking to your local biologists i don't know if you're getting involved with fish enhancement groups i don't know what you're doing but we have to have a sportsman a little more self-awareness on what is going on other than oh facebook freaking crowded my river because that ain't gonna cut it and it ain't gonna help and the reality is and the reality is if you really want to take it one step further i mean you could even blame yes the wild fish lobby for the sturgeon closure that's probably very soon and forthcoming because (laughs) the reality is there's a lot more people sturgeon fishing because the action of a bunch of these freaking idiots yeah well and they're also starving orcas yeah. Yeah, I can't it's wait to self awareness. It's time. You have to do it. <laughs> and I think Marlon, like Marlon's even threatening to like bust out some epic live feeds if people don't start getting with the program. Nice. We have to focus this energy somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. Not at each other. Maybe the problem. Let's start with that. Yeah. yeah. Let's address that. Yeah. What do you think on the steelhead so far though? It's been pretty good. Uh, a little bit I'd say a little bit slower start than last year. But a decent amount of fish around nice. and good size fish. Uh, you think oh. that's like weather related? Like we haven't seen another rise in water and, or is the water there? I, I think the water is there. It's just, we haven't had consistent flows. We've kind of been super low or super high, super low again, and then super high again. Now, after this last drop, we've kind of started to sustain a little bit more water, a little bit more flow where i think it's just a matter of time yeah i wonder if water temp because we had all that really extreme cold weather and i've seen that where it slows those fish and they just don't want to pull in there you know yep they'll kind of hang out in the tidal areas and stuff like that on coastal streams and yeah wait for that water temp to come up a little bit mm-hmm. yes. water temp definitely <laughs> um, played a role in this last you know bump oh. and, and rise and everything so I, I i know what you're saying yeah and so far like the thought on maybe seeing some bigger fishes come true yeah, like I'd say, because I've got a couple pictures from from another fellow steelhead rafter, and what you're what you're on, Jason, and <laughs> it, it sounds like you know maybe this whole thought, like we were, oh, I see a few more three salts this year, I think is already sounding. Like, I mean, but I've already heard of like a lot more bigger fish this year than I like ever did at any. Oh yeah, and, yeah, and and I look at some of these tribal fisheries, and you're seeing just a bunch of tanks coming out of them, and and generally that talks good ocean conditions and and uh good things going on out there which makes big fish all around yeah for sure yep i'm looking forward to it maybe one day i'll go do steel hunting oh, we'll we be having there. some days off here soon it sounds like yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we, we need to do it for unfortunately sure, if you guys are out there like i said don't you know what when you get out there you do some steel heading make sure that you know be kind to your fellow angler they're just doing they're there just doing the kind, same thing you're doing you know if unfortunately we see this sturgeon thing shut down like just kind of you know, it's like you said, it sucks. Like, trust me, I got probably more of a vested interest than anybody else in this damn fishery. And if it gets mm-hmm. shut down, it's just going to be like, well, I'm glad a lot of people had a good time. And you know what? Maybe if there was something else for people to do, they'd do it. I yeah. don't know. It's right. just the way it is. But let's uh, try to focus some of that energy on, on doing something a little more positive than other than just crying on the banks of the river. Agreed. So, all right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. We will catch you on the next one. We got a live feed to do. Thanks. Cheers. Have a good night.